Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, September the 3rd, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Tet, Gimel, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of the Lord, and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, As Yahweh's sons engaging in his kingdom world of Apir, our basket is filled with his abundant life, his glory, and his mystery. The camel that carries the supply of heaven, he is running, walking, kneeling, and dealing bountifully to supply our needs to truly help. A guarded gate in which the seven spirits of the Lord can enter and teach. The spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Today's declaration is absolutely beautiful. You know, because in this place of Tet, we begin to realize that Tet, like I said before, is, is very similar to a basket. And it can be seen as a basket. It can also be seen as a place of choice. You know, I've mentioned before that Dalet is, to me, the first, the first letter of choice. Tet is the second letter of choice, if you will, as you go in order of the uh, 22 Hebrew Aleph Beit. But Tet's a little bit different in Dalet in that, you know, uh, Dalet actually lets you from one door into another, it takes you from one place to another. Tet really talks about taking something and then placing it inside of you. So it's like, it's like the parable of the sower. And when, you know, when the, when the sower began to sow the seed, some fell on the uh, rocky ground and some fell on the pathway where the birds of the air came to eat. Some fell on rocky ground. Some fell where it rose up quickly, but yet the thorns and the thistles and the, the weeds began to grow up around it and choke out the seed that was growing up. And then some fell on fertile soil. Well, you can really see that soil as tet because it's a place, you know, to me, it's, it's, it's a place like a matrix. We've, I've talked a good bit about the, the matrix, the matrix of the intent of the heart. And you know what, guys, I just began to see that. <laughs> no joke. I've, I've talked about matrix for quite some time here now, and I hadn't seen tet in this light until thank you, Yahweh. You're just beginning to reveal to me, but that's exactly what it is. Tet is like a, a matrix, is the matrix of the intent of our heart. I need to explore that one a little bit more. Fresh revelation there, y'all. But in this place of where the, the, you know, if you will, the seed, you know, Apostle Aaron has been talking a good bit here lately, where in this new place of up here, seed is no longer, I don't want to say it's no longer necessary, you know, because I think, and I think he's still trying to figure out how to articulate the the deal behind seed. Seed does not have the process that it used to have attached to it. You know, we, we remember the times when we talk about seed, time, and harvest. And then there was a process, so there was a process of the seed being sown, allowing it to grow, and then there would be a harvest. But yet, in the scripture, it talks about how in those days, in those days that we are in right now, in those days of the time of the Messiah, in those days where we be, where we are realizing who we really are in Him, it says that the reaper will overtake 
the sower. So, again, now that seed time harvest thing no longer has any validity because there's, it's like the moment the seed is sown, actually before the seed is sown, it's already reaping a bountiful harvest. You know, so there's, and there's a scripture that alludes to that. Uh, and I just remembered it and I can't remember the actual uh, scripture there. I'll have to look it up in just a moment, but there's a scripture that alludes to just that, that, that uh, even before you speak, I will answer, Yahweh says. Even while you were still formulating everything, I've already given you the answer for it. And you know, from a Hebrew perspective, anytime a problem is presented, anytime an issue is is presented, the the problem and the answer are given together. So the answer was there from the very beginning. And you know, I and this is I guess partly because of some of the things that when I was a kid growing up, you know, I was not told that. And I did not see it from that perspective. And that's okay. I see it now. But, you know, I, I was I was told that there was a process of working things out. And and there is, sometimes there's a process of recognizing what that answer is. But the truth is, I never realized that the answer and the problem were given at the same time. But they were. So, you know, in this place of coming up here, our basket is filled with the abundant life, his glory and his mystery. He has given us the right, the place, the opportunity to to uh, have that glory and that mystery living inside of us. You know, I always keep going back to that place of Moshe or Moses. Moshe, as as the people of Israel knew him, he his testimony was that he walked and talked with Yahweh just as one friend talks to another. There were no secrets and riddles or mysteries between Yahweh and Moshe. It was straight talk. And the scripture goes over and over and over again and, and, and talking about how the two of them talked face to face. And there's a lot more to that story because, you know, part of what, what Moshe was bringing the people of Israel to Mount Sinai to be able to do was to, to have that kind of relationship with Yahweh just as Moshe did. Moshe was a type and shadow of what the people of Israel could have that they could walk and talk with Yahweh. There were no mysteries. There were no riddles. There were no secrets. Scripture talks about, Romans 8 talks about, that he has revealed these things unto his sons. You see, we are living in that place of revealed mysteries, revealed secrets, and revealed riddles. Why is that? Because we begin to realize that the camel that carries the supply of heaven, he's running, He's walking, he's kneeling, he's dealing bountifully. Take your pick on any any one of those. He's taking care and, and he's there to supply our needs to help, to truly help. Well, let's take a look at this a little bit more because, you know, Gimel can not only be seen as a camel. So we see that old Silk Road and the camels going along the Silk Road where the treasures of the Far East or the treasures of the Middle East are traveling back and forth along the Silk Road. And the the businessmen that are taking these are the ones that are are, are gaining of the wealth, just like from the from the Middle East as they go to the to the Far East and 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 vice versa. And so there's a place of the dealing, you know, the the well the prophet, the 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 bountiful 
blessing that comes along with that. But see, Gimel also means foot, or Gimel can also be seen as a foot. So that means it talks about a journey, and hence the reason why you add the camel to that and it, and it adds to the story. But it's a human foot, not a camel's foot that you see. So that begins to allude to something a little bit different. That begins to allude that maybe you are a camel. Have you thought about it that way? It is your foot that carries the abundant supply of heaven to be allowed to be able to be dealt bountifully. You're running, you're walking, you're kneeling, and you're dealing bountifully with all of those things. You see, you are a Gimel. Yahweh has shown me not only through the living letter Gimel, but through several other living letters, the fact that the treasures of heaven Yahweh has already given us and they reside on the inside of us. Mem talks about it. Nun talks about it. Zadi talks about it. Now, all of those letters will, will, as we go through, you guys will hear some of these. But Gimel shows us that the treasures of heaven already reside. Yahweh has already given us. Y'all remember the scripture. Yahweh has already given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. All things. Not some things. All things. Everything that we need for the journey is already inside of us. All we need is access. That access is as simple as two things. Permission. I need to ask Yahweh permission to be able to withdraw from those treasuries of heaven that he has given inside of me. And number two is choice. I need to make the choice to do something with that. Think about the parable of the talents. The two chose to do something with what they had. 